What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. What if kittens break the clock and there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today is a really special episode because I've got one of my greatest old friends here. He's not that old, but he's been my friend for a really long time, Sydney Hollis. Hey! <laughs> I'm excited to be here. This is going to be a lot of fun, Eric. Great. I'm so, so excited. Folks, you might not know, but Sydney Hollis is one of the greatest improvisers alive. Oh, boy. I think that's safe to say, right? I mean, I say it, but I, I don't know. I've never heard anyone else say it. <laughs> um, well, he's he's certainly one of my favorites because I used to do improv with him. And I wouldn't have gotten where I am today improvising stories if I hadn't spent four or five years doing improv with Sydney in New York. And I you, Eric. How are you? Oh, thank you. But I don't I don't want to bore all you folks with the many details and our misadventures. I just want to play Jocelyn's question. My name is Jocelyn and I really like giants and I wanted to know what if bears can turn into a giant. That was Jocelyn. And she wanted to know what if giants could turn into fairies and fairies could turn into giants. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. And I know you've called in a bunch of times with different questions, so I'm really excited we get to answer yours today. Uh, Sydney, what, what do you what do you think about uh, giants and fairies? I'm excited. Uh, those are both um, really fun. Um, uh, what's the word? Beings to think about. And yeah. Being in the same uh, realm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think we've ever actually had a proper giant in What If World, but we have many fairies already. Uh, lots of kids seem to love them. So we might see some of our favorite old characters, but because Sydney's here, I know we're going to meet some new friends. Oh. Are you ready, Sid? I'm ready. I'm excited. Let's do this thing. All or right. Let's, uh, let's, yeah. That's how, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's find out what if giants could turn into fairies and fairies could turn into giants. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. 
You'll find all of those stories and much more in the hundreds of episodes of The Past and the Curious. You know, quite often people will say to me, Mick, my kid loves your show. But you know what? I love your show too. And that's what it's all about. Bringing grown-ups and kids together to learn and laugh while they discover new stories about underwear saving people's lives, the origin of the swimsuit, or figures like inventor Garrett Morgan, astronomer Mariah Mitchell, or spy and baseball player Mo Berg. So if you want to get hip to the show, you can find The Past and the Curious in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Once upon a time, there was a giant and his name was... Igor. Oh, Igor! I forgot all about Igor the Giant. You see, a lot of people forget about Igor the Giant. He may be big, but he's kind of quiet. A little awkward, right? Oh yes, he's quite awkward. And Igor had a few friends that thought just about the same thing. Hey, uh, Igor, is that, is that you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's me. It was his friend, Ralph. Well, I don't know if you could call him a friend. Ralph was the kind of big, strong, manly giant that used to pick on other kids. They were in the schoolyard, of course. It was recess. Let's, uh, I was thinking we should play some, uh, kickball. Kickball? I, I don't know if kickball's for me. It's, it's, I, I, I get so worried about kicking it that I just, I, I can't do it. I wouldn't worry much about that, Igor. We were gonna have you be the ball. Me? Ralph picked up Igor and rolled him up into a little soccer ball shape. Here we go. He booted him halfway across the schoolyard, and he came to land by a little fairy whose name was Pixicato. Hey, Igor, what's going on? I'm playing kickball. I'm the ball. Did you want to be the ball, Igor? You don't look very happy. I didn't really want to be the ball. I I think Ralph took advantage of me and and kicked me out of the park. Why don't you come play with us? We were just playing a round of fairy stones. Why don't you just come right in the middle of the fairy circle and and you'll be the headstone? I one time saw you guys playing fairy stones from the bushes, but I figured because I was a giant, you guys wouldn't let me play. And then when I went home, I told... My brothers and sisters about having seen that. Uh, Hey, Igor. How was school today? I found out about this really cool game called Fairy Stones. Fairy Stones? That sounds like a a, a fairy game. It looks fun, and I don't think you have to be a fairy to play it. Igor, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but fairies are the only ones that can play fairy games. Giants have to play games like Snort the Carrot and Sit on the, the Lump. And, uh, you know, eat eat the rope. Those games are okay, but 
something about fairy stones and, and how you get to be creative when you play is kind of appealing to me. Uh, too good for Snort the Carrot. That's Igor. This feels like a trick. Oh, no, it's quite okay. Just get right in the middle. Sit on the center stone in the middle of the circle. Okay, like this? Yes, you're doing great. Pixicato started dancing a circle around Igor, who was feeling a little nervous and sweaty and bruised and dirty. But he kept playing the game, or at least what he thought the game was. Alakazam! A fairy I am! And with one last twist of her wand, fairy powder spread all over Igor, turning him into, you guessed it, a fairy himself! Oh my, I'm a fairy! Yeah, you've really never watched this game all the way through? I just saw you guys dancing around on some rocks, and it looked like something that that I would like and be good at. I can't believe I'm a fairy now. What am I going to do? You you turn into a fairy. I, then it's up to you. I don't, I don't really know. We've never played Stone Fairy. That's the reverse of the game. Uh, oh, right, because Stone and Fairy are swapped. Yeah, I guess we don't, I don't, we, we really don't know what would ever happen, so it's maybe a little too dangerous. I think you're just going to have to be a fairy for a little while, see how it goes. My goodness, I've got the mind of a giant and the skin of a fairy. Igor was a little nervous being a fairy, but the recess bell rang and it was time for him to get back to class. The classroom they went to just then was art. Murals were being painted, and of course, being What If World, they were coming to life right before their very eyes. Hello everyone, welcome back from recess, welcome to art class. It was Professor Jepardon. Uh, I'm really not big into art class. Could I just go around kicking Igor again? Now, Ralph, that's not how we act in art class. Now, put on your smock, one arm in and one arm in. Okay, you have a giant smock for a nice giant. Thank you. Uh, it's tight around the midsection. Where is that Igor, anyway? Let's do a head count. We have one, two, three students, four students, five students, six students. Well, the right number of students are here, but there is one more fairy than usual and one less giant than usual. That's unusual. Uh, Professor Jepardon? Yes? We have, uh, uh... She looked over to Igor, and he shook his head furiously. We have a new student. His name is, um... Igor, what, what's your name? Uh, call me, um... Uh, call me, call me, call me. His name's Call Me. Perfect. He'll never know. And so Professor Jepardon went on teaching the class. So students, today we are going to work on our watercolors. We're going to paint something happy, and maybe a theme should be the sea. The children all through the class got very excited. Except, of course, for Ralph. Ugh. Is there a problem with painting something happy from the sea? Don't you like the waves and the sand and the sun? I don't know. That kind of seems like fairy stuff to me. I don't want to paint happy, goofy stuff like that. I want to paint monsters biting other monsters. Well, Ralph, giants can be nice, too. You know, Professor Zepardon, I was saved by a giant once at sea. Oh, help me, help me. I, I was painting on this little dock and the dock broke free from the, the ground and my easel acted like a sail and I'm out here in the middle of the water. Why don't you just stand up like me? Oh my goodness, that rock was a giant just standing in the water up to his neck. 
Oh, yeah, I get it. You're little. I am little compared to you, and I'm pretty average for a human. I'll save you this time, but remember this story, and when you tell it, make sure I'm doing something really cool, like blasting rockets out of my butt or something. That's cool. I have so much to learn about giant culture. You're the artist. You, you make it cool when you tell the story. So students, there I was in the middle of the angry seas, my easel acting as a sail, and, I, and then this giant came along, and he was so cool, he was wearing sunglasses and a leather jacket, and if he'd had a motorcycle, it would have been the perfect image, but we were in water, so he didn't, and he threw his hands through his hair, and he said, I'll save you, professor. Wow, I guess giants do love the water sometimes. And they can be happy sometimes. Take that as a note, Mr. Ralph. Oh, okay. And so the students got out their watercolors, which of course were just waters that the pixies and fairies changed to different colors, and they and they splashed over their canvases and worked out this scene or that. And Igor, he'd never painted as a fairy before, but you know, he ended up being quite proud of his art. Look what I've made. Wow, it's like a beautiful pile of mud? It's a sand castle. No, not even a castle. It's a sand... It's a sand town. It's so beautiful. Thank you. And Ralph stomped over behind them, looking down at the canvas. Oh, that is some fairy stuff right there. If I painted a town, it'd be blown up and then be giant stomping on it. Well, you see, Ralph, if that is your name. Why are you suddenly skeptical of my name? What's what's your name? Call me. My name is Call Me. Call, I mean, Call Me's a really weird name. Oh, and Ralph's not? How many other names have PHs in them? The, uh, Stephanie. Phoebe. Phoebe. Uh, you're right, not many. <laughs> so, Ralph, this little town is so secret that giants don't know about it. And some fairies spend their whole lives trying to find out where it is. And as he was talking about the town, Igor happened to put his finger upon the canvas, much to Professor Gepardon's dismay. Call me, be careful. You know, you touch a painting and you might end up inside of the world. <sighs> Pixie Cotto, Ralph, and Igor, also known as Call Me, got sucked into his little town. Pixie Cotto didn't seem too worried, being more familiar with magic. But Ralph, well... I'm, I'm freaking out. See what I make art? It, it doesn't really, you know, capture you like this. Call me, what should we do? You're, you're a fairy. Um, this might be a bad time to tell everyone, but I'm actually a giant. It's me, Igor. I just have been turned into a fairy. I, I'm as clueless as you are right now. What? You turned into a fairy, and then you got us stuck in this world, and you don't know how to get us out? This is all true. Pixicado, any ideas? Well, one of the rules of fairyhood is that you can't undo another fairy's magic. I'm afraid he's got to figure this out by himself. Me figure this out? I was just a soccer ball that Ralph was kicking around earlier, and now all of our fates depend on me? Hey, maybe that's an idea. What if I turn you into a soccer ball and, and I kick you right out of this painting? Well, Ralph, I don't know much, but I do know that I don't want to be a soccer ball again. <sighs> and Ralph decided to go around stomping on sand huts just to make himself feel better. <laughs> 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 
Oh, uh, oh, excuse me. I just was going on a, a, a standard giant rampage. Who are you? My name is Post, and I live here. Oh. Ralph bent down very, very low to see little Post. She was really just a post, sticking up out of the ground. It seemed like all the street signs in this town were alive. Yay, please quit stepping on us. Uh, uh, it's me, Ahoy Street. Uh, we, we're, I, we may be imaginary, but that doesn't mean we don't have rights. Yeah. Okay, okay, I, I won't step on you guys under one condition. What? You gonna tell me how to vamoose get out of here? We have to tell you how to get out of our world? Yeah, I, I thought that's how it worked. Uh, I don't know. Pixicato flew over and started using her fairy magic to repair the various houses of sand that Ralph had destroyed. Ah, thanks! Oh, that feels so much better. But it didn't seem like any of the street signs or houses could really give them directions out of here. You know, you got us here with a painting. Maybe that, maybe there's something there. Oh my goodness, I just had an idea because of your idea. I just had an idea. I'm gonna take a nap. Ralph, I think that's good. And Ralph clocked out. I think the reason that I painted this painting was because everything felt so right in this little world. So if I paint our world, the world where we really live, but I paint it where it feels right, then that'll magically take us back because everything will be good. By magic rules, that's pretty sound logic. And so, Call Me, a.k.a. Igor, set about with his new painting. He picked up sand and fairies changed it to this color and that, and he painted on the ground, making a bigger and bigger canvas of their classroom. He made Gepardon, their teacher. He painted Ralph and Fairlies, and then he got to himself, and he couldn't quite decide. Am I a giant? Am I a fairy? I like being a giant, but I just want to be different. All those crazy games aren't for me. Just then, Ralph woke up with a snort. <coughs> Sorry, I had a carrot up my nose. Is anyone hungry? And he held out the carrot to Igor. You don't want to play carrot, Snort? I don't know if I do. If I was going to play the game with this carrot, I would decorate it with ribbon and, and make it into um, a fun baton to throw around. That actually does sound kind of fun. And you don't even need ribbon. It's already covered in bugs. Oh, Ralph. At least you're trying, I guess. Yes, at least he's trying. They looked back at the painting. They saw the clock in the painting start to move. It was getting towards the end of the school day. Okay, I think I figured it out. I'm going to paint myself as a giant, but a giant who's playing games like Fairy Stones or this new Carapaton game. And and I don't have to, to play snorts and, and rock headbutting just because I'm a giant. I can I can do these other things. And so he finished painting himself, and he was a more confident-looking giant than he ever remembered seeing. And as he put the last touch of colored sand upon the canvas, they were all sucked back into the classroom. Whoa! Gepardon ran up to the three of them. You are back, my students. And wait a minute. Two fairies and one giant left here, and two giants and one fairy come back. Professor Depardon, very confused. Well, you see, Call Me has the body of a giant, but he's got the heart of a fairy. And it saved us all. Well, even though it sort of doomed us first, it saved us all. It's Call Me, really, Igor? 
Yes, it's it's been me this whole time. And all the class gave a cheer. Yippee! Whoa! Yeah, he's actually a pretty good artist for a giant. I didn't think giants could draw. And Pixie said, giants can do lots of awesome things. Just like, even though I'm a pixie, sometimes I like to roughhouse and play sports. They got out back to the schoolyard, the three new friends really enjoying spending some time together. Hey Igor, you know I was thinking maybe you would want me to be the soccer ball for a change. Wow, really Ralph? Hey, you opened my eyes and you made my carrot into a into a booger baton, so I owe you big. Well how about this, you don't have to be a soccer ball, maybe you could be a canvas and I could paint a picture on you with washable paints and it'd be kind of funny that sounds great and ralph lifted up his shirt and out rolled his big giant hairy belly which he gave a smack all right let's get started pixie kato gave a sigh um maybe we'll pick this up tomorrow i'm glad you've discovered the joy of painting kids said professor jepardon handing igor a paintbrush and a razor the end. All right, Jocelyn, I hope you liked your story. Sydney, how was that? Did you have fun? That was great. I I I, I got sucked into these little worlds. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm really glad. It's always so much fun to tell a story with a friend. Sydney, before you go, uh, is there anything you want to tell us about? Well, you know, in addition to um, involving myself in the improvised arts, I do consider myself um, sort of a, an apparel designer. Oh, wow. Tell me more. Well, I have this men's apparel company called Straw Couture, and you can find that at strawcouture.com. And folks at home, StrawCouture.com is really fun to check out. It's basically kid-friendly, wouldn't you say? Yeah, there's uh, nothing. There's no adult language or anything. It's sort of a spoof on modern-day fashion. Check out StrawCouture. I really, really loved it. If you've ever spent any time in New York, it <laughs> really it'll entertain you. You're you're gonna like. It. You're too kind, Eric. Oh, you were too kind for being on my show. All right, folks, I'm gonna let Mr. Sydney go, and hopefully we'll we'll see him again soon. I'd love that. Take it easy, Sid. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my editor and producer. Jason O'Keefe for our artwork. Craig Martinson for the best theme song in the universe. Until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>